And we're live. We're live, folks. Uh, did I did I tell you guys about my business idea? I think we kind of got started in the middle of it. I didn't. I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. So I want to do. It's a coffee shop, right? But oh, that's pretty novel. Instead you know, of there's not a lot of those. Shut the fuck bean up. Juice. Bean instead juice. of the coffee being served, it's all cold brew, and you have to dredge it up from a well in the middle of the store. Oh, have you got, like, With a whole, bucket. like, a, a mining or an oil drilling just on one well, on? and they have to pull up a wooden bucket of coffee, and there's an old-timer who sits there and tells them stories. Stories, about the, stories about the town. And Daniel you know, how Lewis it used will to be. beat you to death with a bowling pin. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's Walter, great. I don't think that'll work, because don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Oh, you're right, I forgot about the, the famous Maxim. Yeah, I think it was... Well, yep. The Roman poet Virgil, I think, wrote that. Don't talk to me until I've dredged my coffee. So we'll have to use entirely non-speaking forms of communication in the, the restaurant. Yeah, the old uh, man could whistle at me. Shop. He can kind of, like, hum. But mm -hmm. if he's telling me stories and I haven't had my coffee, I'm going to get pretty testy. I'm going to get pretty violent with that old man. I mean... It's all an American <laughs> sign language. I would throw like, him in the You can't way. go to the restaurant without it. <laughs> Uh, or you could use Silbo, which is a whistling language, a uh, dialect of Spanish. Is that uh, true? I yes. don't know enough about linguistics to tell if that's true. It is absolutely true. It's a very small language, a uh, very small dialect. Uh, small language. But they, and some of, the, some of the words don't translate very well um, because you can't, don't have much range in your whistling voice. But it's, it's, uh, it's, they're trying to keep it alive. A lot of the speak, there's uh, not very many speakers left. That's all we are trying to do here is trying to keep it alive. This is 30 Minute Worlds. I'm Walter. With me are Daniel, Zach, and actually Belvin here on the episode as well, which is always a treat. Uh, and when there, are, when there are four of us, we like to give one player in the game special powers. That player is known as the Lore Lad, and he is sacred to our people. Uh, he gets what we would call creative control over whatever it is we're about to build. So uh, I'm going to roll a four-sided die here, gentlemen. If you would chant the ceremonial chant that goes along with that. The Okay, yeah, the ceremonial chant. Yeah, you guys didn't roll forget the chant. The did die. Roll the die. Step on the roll D4 the and break your foot. All right, the D4 roll is a roll of two, which means, Daniel, you are creative director of the congratulations Huzzah. i'd it, like to thank the academy um <laughs> it i comes, actually know what the order was before you rolled the die so it's you know you could have one said for zach been fine. it's two for daniel okay. three for me four for bell all right the rest of us goons who are not uh producers are going to generate some some prompt words here keep it saucy boys uh jasmine you want to go first um, no, actually, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I don't want to go first. I have a word. Yeah, Belvin. Whistle. Whistle is my. Okay, word. whistle. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say, please. Well, please don't whistle on mic. By the way, I'm gonna get as I close just, to the I'll mic do, as I can. I'll do what oh, I really want. Oh, please don't whistle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my god. 
All right. So that's the that's the last podcast, guys. This was just did it for me. I'm not editing another podcast again for the rest of my life. Well, okay, uh, make it a good last word then. Okay, um, I got a I got a last word actually. Um dissolve. Dissolve. That's dissolve. good. Okay. Yeah. I have a word as well that can't get out of my mind. Uh car radio. Or, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you guys for this really wonderful <laughs> selection of prompt words, you fucking assholes. Car, car, car radio. Whistle. Hey, so when you say whistle, are you talking about the act of whistling? Like a whistle or like a physical, like a like a, I blow into it because I'm a train conductor. The act of whistle. The sound. Car radio? Are you fucking kidding me? Car radio has destroyed us. Hey. Lorelad, have fun with that creative control. I'm handing you the keys here. You know, let's Why build... car? <laughs> Why and, car? And I think you meant to say car phone. I did, based off our earlier about. conversation, but now it's car radio. Car radio. Well, this is an interesting act of sabotage that you... And dissolving. <laughs> Alright, so th this is the one where Belvin whistles in my ears to the point that it deafens me, and then uh, Walter hits me with a car radio, and then Chessman dissolves me in a vat of acid. That's yeah, all the game that, is. Just hour yeah. after hour. So, what? my specialty. Car radio, I guess, actually does kind of define the setting, because it implies cars, first of all. That's something we would know. Uh, so there's cars and no radio. No shit. This makes yeah. me think post-apocalyptic. <laughs> like, dissolve plus car radio makes me think of, like, Mad Max drunkers. I think of that, around. too, actually. Okay. I think of pirate so, radio. Alright, they've engineered a way, right, to get gasoline by dissolving human corpses. Okay. Fuck. Now we're cooking with gas. There are these big-ass vats that just sit in the sun, and and you let them sit in the sun, and then you collect... Methane? Uh, your bodies no. build up yeah, with yeah. natural Keep gas. Keep going. Right? Keep going. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And it <laughs> powers your radio, which is the only important part of it. Oh, your radio is the <laughs> dominant entertainment form. This is an alternate okay, no, history, no, all right, I think, yeah. where car culture just, like, spiraled out of control. The car was invented to service the radio. What if, uh, in this, I think it would be a neat idea, actually, if cars are valued for their radios and not for transportation. Well, they would still be valued that for a, their transportation. Why? A little I, bit. I don't but know. But that's sort of secondary, right? What if... In key with dissolving, we're in kind of an ooze world where your car actually can't move. It's a dwelling for you. <laughs> Why is it a car? We've come a long way from Mad Max, get gas from bodies, to ooze world. Uh, it's a pitch. You have, you have creative control. You can deny that. <laughs> you can deny that. I think that's okay, okay. stupid. <laughs> Deeply so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Alright, so... We can either work in whistle or car. All right, so I, I do like what Belvin has here is that we we have kind of got this sort of, but it's it's all in fucking Australia always or the fucking desert. Can we mix mm -hmm. it up a bit? Mongolia. Like, what? Oh wait, wait a minute. All right, oh, what about, what actually, about hey, here's yeah. the thing. I was talking about uh, Silbo earlier. Uh, the places where they use Silbo, or the place that I, I there was some example of it where there were Silbo speakers in this sort of like in this ravine and because of the like acoustics you could whistle on one side of it and be heard on the other side of it through a car radio you 
You don't need the car radio because you're whistling. That's it. This is the part of the podcast where I mute Walt for the rest of the episode. Um, well, obviously we have a conflict here. The car radio people versus the whistlers. Oh, so what if, okay, what oh. if radio is how you, or actually, all right, if you want to, if you want to roll with that, go for it. No, I was just saying, oh. That's that's. I was talking about that. Was my reaction. Oh, I had kind of a. I had a plot that's not ooze world related. Let's hear it. We were hitting on alternate places, and I said Mongolia. You know how uh, throat music sounds like whistling. It at does. But continue. It does. I, I know, but, but at what if this car culture, these car conates, are based out of Mongolia or some sort of analog? And yeah, I like I like this. Like the yurts are on the back of the fucking truck the beds. Tribute you like... pay to the Mongolians is bodies to dissolve into methane. Yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I, I dig that. The uh, Lord. What I'm imagining it. here is an alternate universe where someone time traveled back to Mongolia, like the Genghis Khan Empire, and did nothing but introduce cars. That actually might be cool. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> I'm vibing. <laughs> I don't think that that. Because they couldn't mine for gas, or mine gasoline. They couldn't find natural gas to fuel a car in that yeah, time period. And they did stuff like that, like, you know, depositing thousands of things. bodies and bones in front of capitalism. Yeah, stuff. they just had but, all that yeah. shit lying around. Okay, so yeah, I mean, who knows where it came from. Where some, <laughs> some dipshit time traveler went back <laughs> to the Mongolian Empire and gave them cars. And working radio stations. And, so of course, the car radio. <laughs> so, you, just, oh my God. Like, you are the Shah of Iraq in, like, 1336 or some shit, and you're just minding your own fucking business. And on the horizon, you see smoke trails. <laughs> and there's just a caravan of Mongolian cars coming at you, and they're blasting Rock the Casbah as loud as they can. I, yeah, maybe we didn't give them radio as much as we gave them uh, music of the gods, which is just music from our time. Yeah, so not radio for communication, but radio for, like, it's like battle drums and shit, right? Like, yeah, yeah, or... Yeah. Except it's Queen's Grace hits. Yeah. It's all, it's all British We rock. should actually, I think That's it's... all it is. I think it's funnier if we land on one album that the Time Travelers incidentally brought with them. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm stuck on Queen's Grace hits, but that's derivative because uh, Good Omens already yeah. made that game. Yeah. yeah they already did. Mm. We can't crib from Grit Good Omens, you know, that's entirely original. <laughs> it's not based off anything. <laughs> he just wove that whole cloth. Because uh, like, it would need to have some rubber range soul. to it. Rubber soul. Mongolian Empire blasting rubber soul. <laughs> Dude, oh, uh, the good. the con has a great axe called Norwegian wood. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I kind of like the idea. It's not it's not just the one, but there's like only like four or five albums, right? But they're all Beatles. No, it oh, all yeah. needs to be British rock music. I think yeah, no, yeah British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Kinks, the Beatles, that kind of era you're talking. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Like you know, the Clash, and then getting to Queen and all that shit. Yeah, sure. Pet sounds. No, yeah. so yeah, having having an album is like a status symbol. Having having a CD is a, or a, a cassette. I don't even. I don't. Well, there know. were only five albums brought. The five great albums, the five holy like tablets, yeah. basically that the gods brought back. In this setting, I think we should assume the time travelers left. Yeah, they were ostensibly people with 
mischievous intention who brought hundreds of cars to Mongolia. <laughs> that was the main thing. The albums were sort of an afterthought, but they play on the car stereo. Yeah. Boy, mate, well, have a laugh. Let's go back in time and give the Mongolians fucking Let's cars. Let's fucking give them cars, mate. <laughs> Let's give what them if, what if they cars. didn't do it on purpose, though? What if it was just like... Like, uh, they knew what they were. They traveled to the period. Wait, what's the name of that no, no, British no. car show? You know, the really popular one? <laughs> top Gear. Um, what if it's a Top Gear publicity stunt? <laughs> God. So, the Holy God Clarkson. The Stig is <laughs> the grandest tour. Depicted in Mongolian artwork dated back thousands of years of a man, a con, and a faceless white. Uh, Battle helmet. Okay, so we kind of have worked radio into the setting. Yeah. Um, but whistles remain, and we've got the dissolve. So, uh, I can't really think of anything interesting beyond like communicating. Yeah, Chessman, like, you you chose a real left curve of a prompt there. I got to be real. Oh my! I don't want to yeah, hear that from you. The yeah, you absolute <laughs> monster. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's whistling is just, it's a, it's a form of expression. It's a method of communication. It's uh that's really all it can be. Everyone whistles the songs that were brought back in time because they can't. They throat Well, no, what if there's one of the songs that has whistling on it and it becomes, you know how like in the medieval times, if the king has some weird habit, everyone would pick up on the court and just becomes fashionable. So what if there's like a whistling part of a song? that uh, Genghis Khan starts doing, and now everyone has to whistle like that. Like, I like that. But, but what's the track, though? I don't, I don't know any British rock songs with whistling. What was that Guns N' Roses song? This isn't British rock, but what was the Guns N' Roses song that has the whistling at the I beginning? I have no idea. Wait, is it a... Uh, no. Well, sit, sitting by the dock of the bay. Let's say that that's on there. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, it was patience. Guns N' Roses patience. Genghis Khan really likes <laughs> It gets incorporated. Like, I was thinking you're more of a Metallica man, you know? Uh, that is better. That it is gets better. incorporated into like Buddhist teachings when they invade the Yuan dynasty. It's like we must all sit on the dock. <laughs> Every city he goes to, he builds a pond and a dock. <laughs> so he can this sit is on one the of the Khanates. So, you know how Genghis Khan's empire split into four Khanates? Mm-hmm. The Golden Horde, the Il Khanate, the Yuan Dynasty, and, uh, fuck, what was the other one? Timurid and his people? That, that was in the 1400s. Those were different. Oh, yeah. There was a fourth Khanate that's unimportant, but that ruled, like, out of India, basically. And later became the Mughal Empire. But what if each of the four is in possession of one of these records? Yes, I was going to suggest that earlier. That's like, and then one of them has the sitting on the dock of the bay. That's that's the one. That's China. That's Buddhism now. Yeah. Yes. So should this be set like after we break up the empire, basically? Like I sometime think, after that? Yes, yeah, like, sometime after, after, after Genghis Khan's death from getting his penis stabbed off, which I insist also happens in this reality. Well, we have to be accurate. We have, too. yeah. This is historical. Uh, fiction. It's not just fiction. Except in this reality, uh, he puts it in the car exhaust pipe. This is historical fiction on the level of uh, Master and Commander, uh, 
12 years a slave. Before every battle, you have to cut off a slave's cock and put it in the exhaust pipe. Well, the lore lad spoke. This is terrible. I mean, I, the lore lad has spoken about that. No, Genghis Khan gets to keep his penis. Well, because you can't just do that. That's, okay. that's illegal. The lore lad says Genghis Khan has a penis in this reality. And who am I to blame him? I guess yeah, so. Daniel just wants years of uh, sexual violence to be inflicted on hundreds of millions yeah, of people. Yeah, Daniel, this messed up. Well, that up. was going to happen that's either fucked up, way. Dude. I don't know why you're you're the one advocating for genital mutilation here in the fucking chat. Hey, let's yeah. pivot. And I'm the uh, asshole. So Thank dissolve. You, let's think about dissolve. Oh, yeah. Well, the empire dissolves. Big picture. Big picture. Um, okay. And also, they're dissolving bodies to use for fuel. That's they, a big. They would totally do that. Yeah. But what's the third way we can use dissolve? Hmm. What if? No, I got nothing actually. I'm scraping. There's acid rain from all of the car pollution. Hold up. No. Uh, no. I mean, hey. What if we oh, did introduce something? Time travel might fuck up the environment in some way that might make having these cars even more advantageous. Hmm. That, in what, like okay. a butterfly effect type way? Or what you in like weird anomaly type phenomena or weird weather events that never get rectified or explained but are seen, seen as signs of the gods, let's say. That's true. Yeah, because having a car in just regular old uh, Mongolia or regular old, like it's regular old Asia, it's not like you need roads, otherwise also, it's useless. There aren't that many of these cars, and they're not replicatable. So the actual war of the Khanates is between themselves over these cars, because they're so powerful. Right, and people make imitation cars but they can't get it to work, so they just have, like, yeah. four people running where the wheels would be. <laughs> so Genghis forged his empire on the back of the V8. Oh, like, yeah, 200 shitty... Over this shit. Yeah, like, 200 shitty British cars. So I'm gonna throw this out here, and... The Top Gear deposit. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gonna throw this out here, and you, get, and you just, just feel free to stop me whenever... Um, so, dissolve, right? Dissolve, um... For the longest time, alchemists were finding, trying to look for the, uh, uh, what's it called? The noble, uh, solvent or, or something? The universal, the universal solvent. Universal solvent, yeah. U universal solvent that could dissolve, that could, that could dissolve anything. Hmm. Um, and, and thus grant you know, them unlimited wealth in the lucrative right. dissolving industry. Right. Nothing to spice up a setting like a little Chinese alchemy. Just a little dash in there. And so, what if they define this? What, what if what if they there's a path to finding this? Um, they derived this it from thing. car parts because that's the only thing that changed throughout history is these cars. Mm -hmm. So is it well, yeah access to a so, substance they had access to plus magic, which let's be real, uh, did exist back then. If you don't believe that, no one can help you. You know Chinese alchemy. Yeah, yeah no, that was real. That was hundred percent real. Uh, the left-handed Drink path. mercury, all of you, right now, for your health. <laughs> oh, the lead in the gasoline. Oh. They, they drink that. <laughs> they get access. Well, there is no gasoline. There is no gasoline because they dissolve bodies to, for fuel. Mm -hmm. How is so I'm not 100% sure how that works. How is society but... conducted? Because you have to dissolve a massive amount of people, basically... In order to run a car, you have to turn them into a sludge, which is then transported to Karakorm or like Ulaanbaatar. You, people bribe the empires with people. 
to stop them. Yeah, it's tribute. tribute of political prisoners or I mean, there might even just be a tax of heads, you know, paid. Yeah, and they're oh, really we can hand wave how it works with the Chinese out. What were you gonna say, Belvin? The real Mongolian history has them like decimating a few societies that just weren't sufficiently deferential. Yeah, right? anyone higher, anyone who's uh, who was taller than a cartwheel was executed, basically. Shit. But if a you surrender, yeah, if any now it's a any car person, wheel. yeah, it is actually, yeah, that's a good point. That's a lot lower. <laughs> that's too small. Though. Only toddlers can live. <laughs> well, that's the law. <laughs> Can we do like steering wheel? Like anyone who, yeah, whose head isn't above the steer. Anyone who can't reach the anyone who can reach the gas pedals of the car, they're going. Mm-hmm. You know, only <laughs> all the adults left are manlets, and so they're in charge. Well, the Mongolians, oh. the Mongolians only did that uh, so that to cities that would not surrender, because the Mongolians were notoriously actually pretty chill if you did surrender to them. They would not destroy your entire city and raise it, but if you didn't surrender, they would fuck you up. So, Just yeah, they hang, man. They put you into like uh, a busted car, and you'd sit down. And if they could see you above the <laughs> steering wheel, they'd like they like stab like a spear like right into your head or something <laughs> like that. Otherwise, you just get to get out. I think if you can reach the pedals. Uh, they put you in a car with no gas, they wheel it in on a chariot, and if you can reach the pedals, uh, a slow look of dread dawns in your face, and they hack you to death inside the car. Beat you to death with the iron. The same way that they killed Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> asked for too much money for the next... He asked for a lot of money <laughs> from, the, from the con. He beseeched the con. He punched Genghis Khan he in asked, the face. He asked Genghis Khan for a hill of gold. <laughs> Wait, okay, so let's keep spinning out like how history changes because of this. Oh so yeah, now we have like only very small people because we can't cartwheel. It's the car steering wheel. Basically, yeah, yeah. So uh, the entire we half also of the have world is small now. I hate delving into the realm of like nerdy historical fiction, but like what actually would change as a result of this counterfactual kind of. Well, they can push farther in some places, but anywhere you can take a car, they can't. Would there be a medieval? You can't take a car. Would there be a medieval weapon that could combat a car with modern safety features? Ballista. I mean, but cars can move so fast. No, wait. Maybe this history yeah. means that the Mongolians can drive to Europe. No, yeah, totally. That's what I was thinking. But I don't know if there's a like weapon that could defeat them. Uh, you know what stops a car a, though? What? Uh. Small dip, <laughs> a tree, <laughs> or a, a like a l small raise. Ooh, yeah, thing. I mean fortifications like will stop a car. Yeah, but they stop the Mongolians too. Not fortifications, sort of just like a bunch of spiky things, just in just there. So the sure, cars but have easier to, have... to transport themselves to the area, and then they can just do their normal yeah. war thing. And the cars yeah, have cars outriders have? with them uh, on horse. You know, you'd have okay. a fleet of car riding nobles, and then you would have. Uh, a bunch of horse outriders who are scouting out for measures like that. Yeah, I mean, I just think cavalry he, was super yeah. effective at the time. Yeah, and it would be even more effective with cars in there. Cars. I don't think you it would be that much more effective. Cars to just drop infantry wherever you wanted, kind of without fear of being shot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, a car. Small the safety glass is but, uh, a lot yeah. stronger than um arrows. Yeah, and we can say that just as a tank, it was a lot of cars that uh, Top Gear left. Yeah, it was really wasteful. <laughs> well, if there is any, you know, like pre-modern society that could build a car, it might be the Chinese Empire at its height. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe the cars were good for metal years. though. I don't know if that's the, the manual is in Chinese. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, we should totally think about the possibility of... I don't band. think they had... They could maybe make an inferior machine that ran off the same uh, goop. But the metal working at the mm-hmm. time and wouldn't have been sufficient to... And the, I'm, I'm fine with that. But they can make a car, right? Cars run off yeah. electricity, too, which required resources that these countries weren't even, like, mining for at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be a source of electricity. But how many alternatives to the car designs that we use today are there? Like, theoretically, could you make a functioning car with different... Without models? electricity? I guess you would. You might be able to. You Cars you don't might... actually need electricity. Yeah, the first Well, they only need actually... electricity to start the um, uh, reaction in the engine. That's the, the spark plug. Right. After that, they mostly don't need... The electricity is just there to run, like, the... Um, uh, active braking system and like the uh, dude and since it's and since it's top gear they brought a bunch of old-timey weird cars some of which had crank engines right mm-hmm. and those were reverse yeah. engineerable i was thinking instead instead of be, i mean okay maybe top gear did bring them back whatever i guess the but the if you think of like where in the world would there be a large amount of cars being shipped at once. Uh, you like, what if there was a gigantic shipment of cars on like a cargo ship lined up and was going across the ocean and just like slipped into sort of like a Bermuda Triangle, a Bermuda situation. Triangle situation? There's this beach tanker in Mongolia. I kind of like that. Dan, what's your mm-hmm. well, authorization? Wait, no, I well, so I was waiting to end the episode on this, but my thought is that we reveal at the end that Top Gear in the future has time travel and they've just created a whole fucked up alternate reality and like show it all that happens in an hour-long BBC program. That's the the infinite season of Top Gear is filming the alternate reality. He finally made. got as much money as he wanted. Alternate history, so they just drop off cars to different empires and see what happens. The Stig is just allowed to run over pedestrians. Like, nobody gives a fuck. Jeremy Clarkson is doing a voiceover as you see the Mongolians, like, massacring people in cars, making stupid jokes. And then, like, the end of the campaign is, like, the Khan is racing against the Stig. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that too much for it not to be I think we've settled on... The year 1219, but with cars, which is a cool setting. Right, Mongolians get cars thanks to Top Gear. Where does whistling come in? You know, it's such a rich setting. (laughs) Chessman, you (laughs) picked the problem word. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I have it. I have it. Whistles. Um, You guys remember a few years ago? Um, I don't know if people are still doing this, but, uh, people would make these modifications to their cars where they would put this, like, big, this block 
in like at the end of their exhaust pipe that had just a like a tiny like when uh when all the exhaust air rushed through it it would make this horrible whistling sound <laughs> what if that's an intimidation ta- yeah that's pretty cool of course yeah. they would do that yeah it's, it's like, like a screaming thing, the whistles bullet, across yeah. the coffee there's a, a head on like the radio uh wire and there's fucking whistling exhaust coming yeah. from it and they're trailing a bunch of corpses behind the car it's great. <laughs> I dream. I dream to be dragged behind the Khan's car <laughs> as oh, an execution God. method. <laughs> they could have like other whistles too to remind people of like the horrible, the horrible event that happened when a bunch of like uh, Ford Broncos just like just drifted over their entire village. Yeah, whistling becomes culturally identified with death for the next century. And sweet drifts. So there are mostly dead. There are knockoff cars, but there are also the original cars the Mongolians had, which would number like let's say if it's a tanker ship full of cars, time space anomaly. Uh, the knockoff cars would be mostly in China and Europe, right? That's. I mean, Europe is the only. I mean, China is the place that could theoretically manufacture them. That's like, true. Europe might have one brought across the Silk Road. In, it's in the pieces. Venetian merchants the, have the secret yeah. of car construction. Venice, Venice oh has a God. gilded car. <laughs> they have, it's the only car in Europe in the Doge has. <laughs> they have like like the one or two like it's a tiny little guild of like motorists. Basically, it's affixed with the sacred banner of the Venetian cross, and it accompanies them in, into battle at the siege of Constantinople. Uh, the car was present with this huge banner affixed to it, and it has no gasoline. They just wheel it around by pushing it. The Renaissance is just all these cars in heaven. Yeah, like Michael and Adam driving around in cars. It's the combination. It's the Italian job, but it's it's uh, it's them. Da Vinci makes a flying car. <laughs> I I know I'm not the no, I know I'm not the lore lad here, but I would like Chessman killed for what he just did. What the Italian Fine job, car? but with cars. Oh. That's a good I, that's a that's a good one. I did a good one though. You did do it. I haven't one. seen that movie. I don't know. All right now, Chessman, explain the plot of the Italian yeah, Chessman, job. You're on the hook me now. And everyone else. Oh. Yeah, I don't know uh, what you're referencing. The lore lad has spoken. Oh, I don't I don't know what I don't so... know what this is. <laughs> Um, there's cars. In, yeah, in Italy, they're Italian. They're Italian. Italian cars. Um. So what you're saying? Yeah. So what you're saying? I've never is they seen stole this movie. From us. I've never seen the movie. They, I'm assuming it's like sue. gone in sixty seconds, but in Italy. Okay. Is uh, that how? So you made a reference to a movie you haven't seen. I actually also <laughs> just also made a reference to another movie Belvin. I haven't seen. <laughs> Belvin, have you seen the Italian Job? No. <laughs> Chessman, <laughs> stop referencing Chet. You know okay. It's my one. It's my one thing. It's what I get in this life is the ability to reference things that oh, I have. Like, but no it's not idea. a reference if no one understands what it is. <laughs> it is though. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what. So, as always, in any setting with Mongols, it really sucks not to be a Mongol. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that the lesson? But music gets really good 
Yeah, the and screen well, develops really cool music early. Like uh, the Court of Kublai Khan is full of all these knockoffs. Court of the Crimson King, baby. Rock. They got Court I've of the always wanted to got King Crimson. By four Ford focuses while Octopus's <laughs> garden flares in the background. I always wanted to be I always wanted to be destroyed by the Khan's American sedan. <laughs> <laughs> Times they are a changing. <laughs> I like that it's all chill rock too, and it's not anything. I think because it's really incongruous with the setting, but that makes it funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's it's a that's a cherry on top. Let's before we leave, let's nail down the four albums. I think and where they're distributed. Yeah, we can make. I kind of want. To. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I I still we think had said Otis rubbers... Redding sitting on the dock of the bay was China. His single. Right, right. His... That's actually, yeah. Not the single, no, please. <laughs> that came on. <laughs> Have some respect for Mr. Redding. Yeah, he's an icon. That album is a treasure. I just like What's the... the name of the album? Chess... Yeah, the name of the album is literally shit. The Dock of the Bay. It's the same as, it's, yes. The Italian Chop by Otis Redding. <laughs> it's the Italian Chop. <laughs> Featuring Otis Redding. Uh, Rubber Soul would be Connie to the Golden Horde, the one that invaded Russia. Yeah, they just play Baby You Can Drive My Car. They're hoping to reach... Yeah, they're hoping to... <laughs> oh, god damn it! They're hoping to reach Norway so they can find what Norwegian would actually... <laughs> this fabled country. Uh, isn't it good? I must have. <laughs> uh, this also implies a world where the cons were taught English, so I think somewhat... Passengers of the cruise ship or the shipping liner had to be brought back through the warp as well. Well, no, is the shipping liner... I like to think it's this is all an extended Top Gun... A top uh, Gear? Lorlad, what are you saying? Lorlad, lay the episode. hammer down, which is it? I mean, maybe the way that they introduce these cars is, like, they have, for some reason, a time-traveling cargo ship, and that's just how they, they introduce What if the cast... System. We can have both, where the cast of... Top Gear is on a ship with all the cars going to, you know, Milan or whatever. And instead, they are drawn through an inexplicable time portal, end up beached in mo- uh, 12th, uh, 13th century Mongolia. Thank century. you. Thank you. Yes. History major over it, here. It, it, it does seem to be in, in the fashion of the show. All right, we're just going to, I mean, they, they got horses, they got cars. It's kind of a, you know, we got a thing going on. Uh, I'm sure this won't end badly. So we have us. we have rubber soul. Uh, what's in India and what's in, uh, the Ilkhanate in Turkey. I think the Ilkhanate should be Combat Rock, which is a Clash album. Oh yeah, because it What's, has rock. The it has rock. The Casbah, and they would hear Casbah, yeah. and they're like, "That's a thing we understand." <laughs> And should I stay or should I go as well? Which is like, hey, pay tribute to us. Maybe India <laughs> or else. India could get the free and Bob Dylan. I kind of want the Kinks for India. I think it'd be nice if they had like Victoria that album. But sure, yeah. I almost want somebody to get a farewell to Kings, uh, by famous Canadian rock band Rush, um, just because of Xanadu, but. I don't actually know where Xanadu is. The image is terrifying. Hey, Chessman was right about that album name. It is actually called The Dock of the Bay. Of course I'm right. So you're one for two. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you didn't inspire us exactly (laughs) before. (laughs) You're Italian. To be fair, that's how I feel about half the shit you say. I was 
I feel like if pressed, you wouldn't know what it is. <laughs> That's the thing. You have to press me. Other, <laughs> yeah, we do. You clearly. Know. And then the next thing you press me on is always going to be something I'm 100% certain on. It's a nice little treat. You know, every podcast is called Chessman Out. Every um, podcast. you know what that movie is. Zach Chessman, yeah. Yeah, this is our new segment. Is Chessman wrong <laughs> this time? I do want to zero back in on where Walt called for genital mutilation of Genghis Khan. That was, that was a pretty good moment, I think. Uh, it's you, you it's true to life. You immediately followed that up with the normal thought that every slave should have their dick cut off and put in the exhaust pipe of a car. Okay, well, yeah, but you put my brain there, so yeah, really it's You only fault. magnified what I said on a scale a thousand times more grotesque and horrifying. Yeah, but then I vetoed it, so it's fine. No one it's is right. accountable for the horrors they unleash in this fictional Yeah, that's true. As the lore lad, you get the privilege to blame any of your subordinates. Uh, <laughs> and I do. <laughs> Complete creative immunity from any problematic uh, aspects of this. Well, uh, we're we're approaching forty minutes, uh, yeah. so we've already. Well, we spent our like rooms, a but... few minutes riffing, and there were like four minutes of lead in before we actually did the clap. Also, but yeah, I think, well, we're, I think yeah. we're at a pretty yeah, good, and we, pretty we, good we, we established the world in thirty minutes. We Plus, made... I don't want to put in the precedent of us doing too much work for these. Uh, hogs who listen to our podcast. <laughs> I would I would never want that to happen. I wouldn't want that either, my man. So this is Yeah, by the way, guys, you can subscribe to our Patreon for special You can subscribe this week. If you like our we subscribe do not to have a Patreon. I don't get that out there. If we do you, not have a Patreon. If you go to our uh, Facebook page and click the little flag that says report <laughs> report for online <laughs> harassment. <laughs> You can find yeah. Walt's manifesto about genital mutilation on oh, Freely available, actually. Yeah, I'm just going to be distributing that. I uh, think I'll riff about it next show until I'm cut off. <laughs> this has been 30 Minute Worlds. Uh, we hope you all have a wonderful day or evening. And y'all take care. Take care out there.